This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to This Day in History class, where we bring you a new tidbit from history every day. Today is July 16th, 2019. The day was July 16, 1854. On her way to church, Elizabeth Jennings attempted to board a streetcar that did not allow Black passengers on it, which was permitted sometimes when no passengers objected. Though the conductor said he would not allow her to board, she insisted that she board. The standoff between Elizabeth and the conductor ended with the conductor and the driver forcefully removing her from the streetcar. This incident and the trial that followed became news across the United States, and the railroad company that operated the streetcars began integrating them. Elizabeth Jennings was from a middle-class family in New York. Her parents were engaged in their communities. Her father, Thomas Jennings, was the first Black man to receive a patent. He helped found philanthropic organizations like the Wilberforce Society and the New York African Society for Mutual Relief. He helped establish the first Black-owned and operated newspaper in the U.S. Elizabeth's mother, also named Elizabeth, was active in the Female Literary Society of New York. Young Elizabeth and her siblings were well-educated, despite the limited access Black children had to schooling in New York at the time. Elizabeth grew up in a segregated New York at a time when slavery was still legal in the United States, but her parents' activism influenced her early on. She was a teacher and a church organist. On July 16, 1854, Jennings was running late on her way to the first colored American congregational church, where she was the organist. The streetcars were segregated, and the cars for Black people came less frequently than the ones for white people. So Elizabeth tried to board the whites' only Third Avenue streetcar, but the conductor refused to let her board. Elizabeth told the conductor she was trying to get to church on time. When the conductor stuck to his refusal, she said she would wait on that car until the next one that took Black passengers came. The next car was full, so Elizabeth stayed. But the driver was tired of waiting, so Elizabeth was allowed to board. Elizabeth commented that she was, quote, a respectable person born and raised in New York, and told the conductor that he was, quote, a good-for-nothing impudent fellow for insulting decent persons while on their way to church. This set the conductor over the edge. He pulled Elizabeth's friend Sarah off the streetcar and physically forced Elizabeth out. She tried to hold onto a window sash as the conductor and driver dragged her from the car to the platform. Determined to ride, Elizabeth got back onto the car. The conductor told the driver to drive until they got to an officer or police station. They found an officer who listened to the conductor's account of what happened, but not Elizabeth's. Elizabeth ended up walking home. She wrote down what happened, and her father took what she wrote to leaders in the community, including Frederick Douglass. People helped raise money so Elizabeth could get an attorney. Just three days after Elizabeth was removed from the streetcar, the New York Daily Tribune ran a story on the incident. Chester A. Arthur, who had only been practicing law for a little over a month, was hired to be Elizabeth's attorney. He filed a suit on behalf of Elizabeth Jennings in the state Supreme Court, seeking damages from the conductor, driver, and Third Avenue Railway Company. In February of 1855, she was awarded $225 in damages plus 10% for court costs. 
The judge said that the company was, quote, bound to carry all respectable persons, that colored persons, if sober, well-behaved, and free from disease, had the same rights as others. Companies in New York began desegregating their streetcars, largely because of the potential for lawsuits if they didn't. Racial discrimination on public transportation wasn't outlawed in New York City until the Civil Rights Act of 1873 went into effect. Tester Arthur, Elizabeth's lawyer, became the president of the United States in 1881 after James Garfield was assassinated. Elizabeth Jennings Graham, as she was called after she married in 1860, later opened the first free kindergarten for Black children in New York. She died in 1901. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you'd like to learn more about Elizabeth Jennings, you can listen to an episode of Stuff You Missed in History class called Elizabeth Jennings Graham. The link is in the description. Keep up with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at TDIHC Podcast. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.